0: Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, The What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com.
1: guess I'll, I'll 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 get in this is why i hate going to fucking people's houses fucking can't stand this shit every time i come to one of your houses or whatever this is bullshit
2: <laughs> stop it you know you love it i want to thank uh all our listeners and uh as always good afternoon teamsters of local 804 and teamsters listening across the country it's February twenty first, Sunday. We are doing another great show. Hopefully, here for you guys here today. And uh, whew, I had a busy morning. I apologize, heck, I've been on Zoom meetings all morning. uh, You know, dealing with a lot of different union issues.
0: Uh, you said you was going to get off that Zoom meeting as soon as the show started. Why you didn't get off?
2: I, I'm listening to Robert Schwartz. Robert Schwartz. I don't know why you talking supposed to be about. on
0: time and ready. Yeah. You, you were the you're same supposed thing. to start the Just show me. and then I come in. No, you, you start the show. No, yeah. it wasn't me he's the starter
2: he's the starter what are you the alternator yes (laughs) hector you're the battery um brothers and sisters here we are today on a sunday enjoying our church enjoying our day off here trying to inform trying to educate the membership as always and i have to say I was listening to Robert Schwartz. I mean, if anybody else has heard or, or read any of Robert Schwartz's work, the guy is is a he's a brilliant mind. He, it, listening to him and being able to uh, listen to some of his advice on some of the things that he has to say are very helpful, very educational. Stop with the snoring, dude. You know Robert Schwartz is awesome, and you love him too. Um, we were at a TDU mini with uh, the Stewart's rights. And uh, I have to say, what, I really what does enjoyed he do
0: it. or what did he do? Robert Schwartz.
2: Was, oh, man, what hasn't he done? Obvious he was a shop steward, obvious he
1: was a business agent, obvious he wrote a book about being a shop steward. And a
0: br- Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> well, not, not a lot of people know what he did. The, You're you, saying the name, you got to give us some input. You want some input, Jamie? Do yes, you have input? You gotta, no, you you got to give us the input. You're saying the name. We don't Hold know. Hold up. Knock knock, Jamie. <laughs>
2: if anybody's interested in any of the works of Robert Schwartz, um you can look him up, you can Google him. You could check out his handbook on and, and he's got a lot of great advice especially for stewards he's he's I mean you his work speaks for himself I don't want to talk too much about it we have a lot going on here today but if you get a chance look him up read his work I'm sure people that are here listening to us now know what he's all about Uh, another man I want to talk about that uh, sent us a book and I want to say a big shout out to Mr. Rick Kepler I'm still reading your book it's amazing Uh, I love the way you're telling the story Uh, I haven't got through the whole book yet i i hope that i get through it soon because of everything we have going on but i'm going to continue to read it as soon as i'm done with reading it we're going to invite you on to how the show how many pages you're at? Ooh, i'm through half two. the book i went through two? about 100. two pages no 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 this is like Listen, a i hope, those two pages are the ones with a, the
1: pictures this is a 454 page yeah, book when i first got the book you know, because I'm the Puerto Rican in me was looking for pictures. <laughs> so I started reading like the middle of it and it was very it was ready. It's getting very interesting in his book. And this is all fiction,
2: correct? Look, he's the, still the, on page two. The book is. No, I'm not. You, you just nut.
0: pulled out. your. your this little, is the letter. No, that was it's on the page two where you was at. It your, was just your, in the bookmark. Book no,
1: that was. I did that.
2: You want to see all my <laughs> highlighting? Look at look at all this highlighting that I've done. Stop. Listen,
1: you got to return that book to the library. Why are you highlighting it? It's
2: not. You know what? I was trying <laughs> to find the book like on Amazon or something. It, it's not available. I think he's getting copies just printed and giving out, giving it out to just yeah. He sent us that for free. Yeah, he he charged me for shipping. Did he really? No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to give a big shout out to Rick Kepler. Thank you so much. And yeah, the book is a fictional book, but it has a lot of factual information in it. Things that happen within the labor movement, things that are that are crucial to our times and what we're going through, and and he's not in so many words uh, naming specific uh, people like <laughs> and others, but um, I have to say, you know, I'm really impressed with what I've read so far, Rick. And uh, as soon as we're done, we are I, have you so ever read any
1: of Robert Short's books? Just the one, just the. He's got plenty of them. Yeah, I got one. I of know.
2: Them. I know. You know what? I gotta. You gotta give me some. I got all of them. Yeah. Uh, Robert, he helped me
1: through my shop store years. Yeah.
2: And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to touch on that was important of what he was speaking about today is that he had to change uh, in his newer. He's got, you know, he does new editions of certain books. So the new edition of the Stewart's Handbook that's available now, he had to change a little bit of the information that he had put originally with the salty language and getting kind of like when you're in a in a When you're uh, speaking uh, about a grievance, let's say in the office with a manager, and how sometimes the conversation can get a little heated, and sometimes you'll say something like, you know, you're a fucking liar, or something like that, or... You know, yeah. This
1: I never man, said that. He's
2: a lying bastard. You're lying through your. I teeth, say you piece of shit you motherfucker. Piece of shit, right? Stuff like that, you know.
1: You fucking treat no, because they treat everyone like they are fucking murderers. Right, right. They did a simple fucking scan error, and they are fucking murderers. Yeah. You know, so that's that's what gets me pissed off that these managers, they treat everyone like they, you know, is they, like they right. guilty they as charged. They and- the judge, the jury, the fucking executor. They do everything right there on the spot. And that's what gets shop do pissed off. Yeah. Because even though, you know, that is fucking wrong, the way they approaching it, you get pissed off. I, I, I Plenty of times I told told ma- told manager, get the, fuck you, yeah. you know, and that's what has Listen, I fuck still... Fuck you! I, I, fuck you, exactly.
2: Well, well, this is what this was about, and, and Hector, that proves the point. You know, you're in a, a meeting with a, a manager, and you're discussing a grievance where you know it's a blatant violation on the contract. Just blatant. And he's trying to reason with you, or he's trying to make you see management side of it, but it's a contractual wow. violation. That's it. So, as a steward, you get frustrated, and what do you say, Hector fuck you
1: fuck you (laughs) (laughs) so so, you know i was drinking water it's a normal reaction
2: it's a normal you gotta wait till i finish
1: drinking water i can say the fuck you thing you know you
2: you you could imagine for those you for you guys that are listening even if you're not a steward when, when you know uh uh someone in management is blatantly violating your rights that you know that they sat down and they agreed to you know and it wasn't that particular manager obviously that sat down and agreed to this it was uh you know labor it was it's it's a huge thing when contract negotiations take place but at the end of the day a contract was signed and they should adhere to the contract at least that's the least they can do is adhere to the contract and here you are fighting for a member who's putting in a grievance whose rights are being violated and this jerk off is trying to make you see his side of it And you know that, listen, this is what was written in the contract, pal. I really don't wanna hear what you have to say about it. So there are times where those conversations get really heated and get ugly and the manager can say some shit too and you're going to say some shit back and sometimes you start and you're like you know what you're fucking full of shit well this that was bullshit. the rules that was the rules
1: back then and that's what he was trying to explain now right. right that was the rules back then that you were equal you are equal as the manager when you're in that office when right. you're in the shop steward presence in in that office and you're doing union business you are the same level as the management that's right but and- now with this new arbitration rule with labor they're saying that you can't be salty you know, even though you know the shit is wrong, now you got to hold back a lot of shit. Whoa. You can't, you can't right. be like "fuck you, motherfucker." We're not taking that discipline. You now you got to be, now you got to be very be, professional be, mm-hmm. and and know your grounds. Now, be f- back in the days, it used to be like uh, it was. When,
2: when was this ruling? It, well, this was due to the Trump Labor Board. Just so right. that you know, exactly, okay. this was Trump's uh, Labor Board that did this. They changed that particular rule where they they they're saying that you know you cannot. You cannot come in using that kind of language. I mean, if if the if the if the if the obviously if the manager's already talking like that, then you can you know um, kind of you can talk. You can match the, it at the ma- Right, you can match it, but you can't come you can in. Can't elevate. It. Right, you can't be the one that 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 aggressive. Right. So so to so, speak, the aggressor. So, so what, do
0: you think that language would change? Do you think that would change down with?
2: Well, that's another okay. thing he said. He said that something like that will take close to a year before a new labor okay. board is put in place. It will take about a nine months. Then for them to start talking about the language and changing some of the language, it could take up to a year okay. before we get that, well, that kind of power that, back. That, that needs to change. Yes, yes. And because hopefully- now they're going to be provoking people. But one thing. I don't know
1: why I put the clapping. I, that's not good at all. No, no, it's clapping because <laughs> we're clapping learning about because we're
0: waiting, you're thinking it's going to change. But now, being that you're speaking about something like that, can I, can I inter... Well, I would like to speak to you about
2: his defense now. What he's saying that even though that's happening, what we can use as a defense, which is very important, is the fact that they don't hold sometimes their own employees, which are not not us, the the supervisors and the management. To the same standard, correct? Never. So... When, when they're fighting with one they, another, they're cursing at each other, but that's okay. But when it's against it, us and we come at them, there's a problem. So what he says is keep a notebook with you. Anytime you hear a supervisor cursing out another member or cursing out one of his own people, jot it down. Write the time and day that you he heard what that's you're That's going to be all
1: the time. But the problem is the management always say, don't worry how we're going to discipline out, and which is probably never discipline date members. But right. they will tell you don't worry how i'm going to discipline the supervisor that's the, that's the best words and and i said no i want to be there for the execution of the, right. of you disciplining that member but they always say that to you don't worry how we discipline our membership, but they worry about how they're gonna discipline the members. So it's you know it's not it's not a two way street when it it's, comes to that.
2: It's not, but at the end of the day, as long as you have proof and it's been done, and you have witnesses that they're not using or adhering to the same principles that they want us to adhere to, then you still have a chance to fight that one disciplinary action on yourself for getting out of uh, of speaking out of or, or using salty language. I'm I'm assuming so. That's uh, so. So
0: let me ask you.
2: I got from it. Stewards. Who are you oh, asking? The same, You're looking I'm, at me? I,
0: I'm asking anyone. I'm just. I'm look, Why I'm are you looking, looking at, at you. me I'm for? Look, I'm looking past you. You're looking past <laughs> me? You can't look past
1: me motherfucker, I'm big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for a steward, the steward is on the same level as the management. Before that, before that ruling, you can get, you could match their sort of what language or whatever or their aggressiveness. And, and well, all the bef- back before before, now, the, wait, before wait. it you before, could actually right. you can uh, you can instigate it all right so now even now as t- so if the steward is on that level what about the reg- just a member is the member on that level? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And the reason why I say this is
1: why is why is it why Jamie's asking this question? Why? Re-
2: you, why? Why, Jamie? Why are you asking? Why, brother Jamie? Jamie? Talk to us. The Talk reason, to us. Tell us why you feel the member should have that kind of power. Talk as well. to me. Look re- at me. Re- Don't <laughs> look at him. Look at me. The
0: reason why I'm saying this is because I've noticed, and I hear, a lot of members when they go into the office with their steward for whatever, for a review of attendance or review of anything, they go into the office and they just, it's like as soon as they get in there, they just have this, I wanna fight or fuck you attitude. Who, who? The member. The member, of course, because the member's pissed off that he's getting pulled into office for bullshit. Right, so what I'm saying is, as a member, when you're going into the office, it's not helping the steward, because a lot of times, from what I've noticed, and you're going, you're going, you're going in there for something simple, what we consider to be simple as a, a review of attendance or whatever. So now your attitude, or in your, your, you're gonna make it go beyond the review of attendance because now you're you're giving it like ah fuck, I don't care about that. Do what you're gonna do So now you're gonna make them go into other stuff and sort of issue discipline. Listen, when, you're, the member
1: don't make the company go into other stuff. The company goes into other stuff because sometimes, this is how they work. Okay? They get you into that office for attendance, correct? Right. Now, if the manager was wanted to be a ball buster motherfucker, which right. they always are, they are going to look for other stuff regardless of the attendance. Well, you know, the first initial meeting is, I'm going to bring you in for attendance, but at the at end the, at that meeting, your missing scan or your 32 minutes at a stop with a one, they bring all that up. So, as a steward, you have to stop that progression the way they do it.
0: You have to say, We are here for attendance. But, can I say something? Something I've noticed is the members, the members, when you go in to, for a review for attendance, They always offering other information and that information is leads into other stuff so what I'm saying is you go in there calm you go in there you answer the question they ask without giving anything else to lead so that way you're leading them to go and review something else that's gonna go somewhere else a lot of times members are off they just they're just giving too much information. Listen, the member
1: should go in there to answer the questions that I already asked. Because you know what? When they ask you a question in that office, they already have the answer. Right. They're just looking for you, the member, to lie about that question. Because they already have the answer to it. So that's why when you are bringing in a guy, a member into the office as a steward, always tell them, tell the truth or nothing but the truth. You can fight a- the truth. You can't fight a lie. And the thing is, if they ask you a question answer it to the best of your ability less is more less is more exactly you know you answer don't give them extra information that's right so don't if, if answer you answer the question yes just or no, answer preferably. the fucking question that's, that's it, it. Yes, but you have no, members I right? you got members that start talking like like fucking parrots <laughs> <laughs> and like, about- what the fuck sometimes i have to hit them on the leg you know when i'm in the on the other side, when I was a steward, you know, shut the fuck up, you know. Don't I have to go to a caucus right away yeah. to tell him, stop giving him information because now what you're doing is leading him to go look something else.
0: There it goes. So the membership exactly what I'm saying. The, right
1: the steward is there to witness the meeting. The question is, the manager is going to question the 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 member. Answer. If there's a yes or no, answer yes or no. Don't put yes, oh, but I could've. D- then you're putting yourself on the line. So so if the shop steward is telling you, just answer the questions truthfully and that's it.
0: That is it. And then, not only that, you have to learn to understand, read the shop steward. When the shop steward is telling you it's time to leave the, the office, get the hell out the office. Stop going,
2: going stop, back and trying yeah. to. But wait a minute! But wait a minute! What Let's, happened just was get out. and the supervisor's because favorite. The, the reason
0: why I'm saying that is because we already at that point where it's finished. What's done is done. Get out! Don't offer anything else. Now they're looking for something. I don't get it. The man.
1: thing is that look, these these supervisors they they play double applicant. Okay, they play your, they play the, the fuck you mind game, and that's why I play the fuck you mind game with them. So what they do in, in meetings like that, you know, they'll go to the member afterwards and say, "I didn't really want to bring you into the fucking meeting. It was just from up above." He said, "You know, those are the those are the bullshit fucking bullshit." Because if he didn't want to bring him into the other, he didn't have he to didn't bring have him to, right. in for bullshit uh, attendance or whatever the case may be. Right. This is them playing fucking mind games with the members. And then what it is, the members say, "Ah, you know, maybe he's not out to fucking get me. You know, maybe he maybe I could go have a fucking drink with him later on. You know." Don't fucking I don't, I don't understand why you go out and have a fucking drink with a supervisor that could take your fucking livelihood in seconds in seconds you know I was at a center and I'm not gonna name the center, but everybody know I was there on Christmas Eve on Christmas Eve and what I saw was fucking unfucking believable. Everybody's coming in hugging the fucking supervisor, hugging him, kissing him. Giving him hugs and this and that Merry Christmas fuck. This is the motherfucker that's gonna take your job And I was there and I wanted to throw up I really wanted to throw up because those are the same guys that get in trouble and then all of a sudden I need the union Oh, you need the union now, but when you kissed and hugged and, and made out with that supervisor. It was okay Well, whatever. That's 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 the bullshit
2: All right uh before we start getting all heated into these topics that that are very uh that Hold can, up, don't, that can don't, get very don't stop hostile. us now no we don't have stop to. us now we have we to. going no we have to because we got to talk about our first general membership our, our first shop steward meeting of the year our first shop steward meeting of the year for us uh, like local 804 members took place uh, shop
0: steward meeting you, uh, you mean
2: every all the shop stewards attended the meeting well unfortunately no, not no, a lot of no. not I mean we had a good turnout But I remember when I remember when this executive board, when this when when this executive board first got in office and we were actually having meetings that weren't on Zoom, Mm -hmm. that first meeting was unprecedented. I mean, when I went to that meeting and I saw the amount of stewards packed in that room, I was blown away. But again, I don't know if that's it just felt different because there's like over 100 guys inside a room or, or it's because on Zoom, 100 people just doesn't seem that big in your mind. But I know there was at least 90 92. to 95, right, at least 90. How, 92. how many
0: shop stewards are there? Over In 150. Minnesota. Shop stewards? Or shop you stewards. Comp- you're, you're including.
2: Shop stewards. Shop con- stewards. You're including all. Shop stewards. Just chief stewards? I'm or about chief I
1: ordered 177 Union. Shop steward jackets
2: Okay for just the chief stewards. So there's 177 chief stewards So that means between that and the alternates There should have been an easy over 200 guys there Correct Easy Correct. Because every one steward has at least today, one had or, had two. or two alternates. I don't, I don't like your attitude. Change your attitude. A point. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? He's telling the truth, bro. Facts are
0: facts.
1: Facts are facts, man. What the fuck?
2: And, 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 and you're agreeing with him? Well, listen. This, is always, this, this, this radio station has be, always been about facts, <laughs> I, I want so the, fuck you. I want the stewards to be more proactive. You know, if, 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 you're, if you can't. It's disgusting. It's one thing to go to the hall.
1: You I, have shop stewards. And, you want to get into that, really? Because you got shop stewards making easy money. Yeah. Remember, here in Local 804, we pay the shop stewards to represent the members while they're at the shop floor. $2 a man, okay? They get a check every six months. $2 a man. So if you have 100 times two per times six months, that's good good money. Yeah. Good money for shops. It's easy money. We have shop stewards that make more.
2: Oh yeah, because they're putting in More. the hard time. They're
1: putting on the hard time. They're putting on. They doing the right thing. They filing grievances. They 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 fighting the company. They're, they're doing fight. union work all the time. And then we have shop stewards that just don't do anything at all. You have at shop all, stewards even, that don't file grievances. There's no shop stewards that file no grievances. They don't come to union meetings. They don't come to general membership meetings. There's no involvement whatsoever, and they're getting a free wow. check. This is why me, if I was the president, if I was the bylaws, I put that in place. That if you don't attend out of the four meetings, there's only four meetings in the year. right? You know, eight all total because it's four for the shop steward and and four for the general membership meeting. If you don't attend at least four meetings, either could be two general meetings or two shop steward meetings, whatever, then we should have the right to pull you Pull that card from you and you don't get that commission check because they're making that commission check like it's, it's free money. It's absolutely free money because if you have a staff, of, of if you have members of 100 members times $2, six months, every six months you get in June before summer and before uh, Christmas, you get a check. So you, that's easy money. We're, we're paying. And that's union due money. And that, and that's, that's our in the money. So that's hold on. What, what,
2: what you're saying that if you're an inactive shop steward for a certain amount of time, there should be a way to either take and that hate, guy out and and, and put. And I hate to place.
1: mention it because I'm not a Tim Vista guy.
2: Right. You know. That was one of his but ideas.
1: That was one of his ideas.
2: Any inactive shop steward should be either pulled it was, or.
1: It I. I. You know. It's me, a good idea. I think it should be done.
2: It's a good idea. I don't
1: think I I don't think we should be paying a shop steward to do nothing.
2: Absolutely. The
1: members it's, it's a lot of thought. It's a lot of, it's a lot of problems there because the members don't get the information. Right. They don't know how to grieve. Right. There's the supervisors walking all over them and they just don't show up. They're not you know? doing anything they, to help the They're membership. not doing anything to help the union. Forget the
2: the what about is, helping
1: the union? Yeah,
2: the union is the membership, and though.
1: the membership is the union. That's right. And they gotta, you know, it's no fucking way that this is this is happening, especially in this local with 177. I ordered 100. They got jackets too.
2: They got jackets. Of
1: course they did.
2: They shouldn't have got jackets. We did. We, you know, <laughs> Vinny
1: said every shop store deserves a jacket. We got them. Every fuck, everyone got a jacket. Okay, there's not one jacket in that hall. That's that's left behind. Every one of the shop stewards got a jacket. Yeah, showing yeah. our appreciation on top of you getting a commission check. Our appreciation that you are the first line of defense. Show us pride. Show us the pride that you're wearing this jacket right. and wear it with with, with with you know by doing the job. All the members want, and some members that are out here, they they cry for that. They cry for the for for knowledge. They don't have time to read the book. They have that shop steward there to. Fucking, you know, to, to, to tell them, okay, if the shop steward don't know, just call your B.A. All but right. It's a shame.
2: Carl poses a good question. Unfortunately, removing a steward eliminates the democratic process. Who would decide if the steward gets pulled? Well, you know what? My answer to that, Carl, which I, you, you raise a great question. And you're right. It, it's true. But do Wait, you wait. Can I answer feel- that? Yeah, sure.
1: You know yeah. who has the right to pull him? The membership. The membership. Vote the motherfucker out. If he's not doing the right job, uh, vote him out.
2: Right, but what if the members aren't, you know, nobody's stepping up to the plate? Sometimes I feel like maybe pulling him and then putting someone in his place and letting that guy have a chance. And if the guys don't like him, then they can run up against him. I mean, I get what you're trying to say, Carl, but at the end of the day, if this guy's an inactive steward, and, and let's say he, the guy that was there before him and appointed him, one, he can be pulled by the Union Hall. That's the right that they have. Anybody who's appointed without an election can be pulled and replaced. But at the end of the day, if that does happen, then the membership gets together. If they don't like the job the guy's doing, they would vote. They would have one guy step up to the plate and there would be an election process. But I don't feel that, and I have to agree with Hector and whatever Tim Sylvester was thinking back then, if a guy's been inactive for, let's say, a year, in a year he has showed up to no general membership meetings, you have heard nothing about him informing or educating or helping his members uh... if anything all you get is complaints and he's doing nothing and he's just collecting a check and just basically getting by on the name not even fighting for the rights of the members and letting guys get warning letters and get letting guys get fired. I mean, is this the kind of precedent we want to send for our stewards? I don't think so. I know that I personally would definitely want just the way we feel when that executive board a couple of years back was in power and they weren't doing shit for us. We stepped up to the plate. We were out there and it wasn't just that they were running and they were stepping to the plate. There was a couple people running so we had to do our homework. We had to pay attention. We had to 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 see who was gonna be the best for the job. And personally I feel we did a great job picking the right guys. And these are the things that we have to consider. So,
1: and that's exactly what I'm talking about. If the person is not doing the job, listen. If you hire a roof roof guy to do your roof, correct, and right. you're paying fifteen thousand dollars, let's say, to do your roof, if you don't, if you see that he's not doing a good job, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fire him and get somebody to do the right shit, correct? Right. you right. Know you know this is life this is how it is steward you should be also if you see that a steward is lacking of communicating with you guys with the membership it's not active it's not giving a fuck but he's he's there every day he's there to collect that check
0: to collect that commission I, check I, I see that a lot of times in the part timers though in in the preload and in, in the for the part timers they and like they have inactive shop stewards but for some reason that's not gonna happen because a lot of times uh, some of the part timers they're inactive themselves so they don't really care about stuff so you're gonna always have an inactive shop steward for inactive members so how do you know how do you change that pattern or that behavior because then you might have some members that are part time that want stuff to be done but they're outnumbered by the inactive people, and the shop steward just, like you said, collect the check. What,
1: what do we do with general membership meetings and shop steward meetings? What do we do there? We the talk. executive board gives you information. Absolutely. Information to spread to the membership, okay? So your job is to fucking get on that Zoom, it's so easy. Zoom it, if you don't have a computer, you know, you use, can dial in. Use your phone. Exactly, so it's so easy to yeah. get on a zoom to find out information to give to the membership that's why we do those type of meetings you know us as BAs and and all the BAs that i work with we we can do so much we're not firemen we don't go to put out fires when all of a sudden something goes wrong we have the shop stewards and the shop stewards are there because they are the first line of defense and i and i and i'm true to that to the to To I die because you know I will never override a shop steward's decision when it's his center the The shop steward knows every member there because they're there Monday to Friday. We go there once in a while we don't know every member. The shop steward knows every member, so the shop steward when he gets information, he should have that information to give to that member, right you know we can't be i listen. The other day the other night when uh they started putting out these fucking uh, slips about you check the check mark of your time card I I got into a center I didn't know about it and I was like wait a minute you don't have to sign for this shit and I called you know Vinny and I called Labor and and they said yeah no one's going to get disciplined if they don't sign it but I was here I was in one center and then I had to run to the next center to do the same thing, like you know, make sure that the drivers know that they have the right not to sign it, you know, because they, I can't be in two places. I was running back and forth in the Bronx, in Pelham Side, the Fallham Side. I was running back and forth, and I didn't have nobody to help me,
0: you I know. Was, I was going to ask you where were the shop stools at. The
1: shop stool was still on the road. so. Be, you know, they were getting in before the shops. So I had to run from center to center to center to center to center to, center to stop this fucking nonsense that the company tried to do. Because they cause they'd say, oh, if you don't fill this out, you're failing to follow. Wrong. You're not failing to follow instructions. My. Because that shit is not in is, is is entering to a separate
0: contract.
2: Let me, let me ask you. All something. right, hold like on, that. Carl Morial's got a. He says I agree with the idea of removing somehow someone from a job that they're not doing it well. If they're not doing it well, but chances are their center isn't trying to get rid of him or her. Then who would be who would get assigned? Well, Carl, it would be someone who's willing to step to the plate. There's got to be someone in there that's willing to step to the plate.
1: All you need is one vote. Let's say no one wants to vote this guy out, right? And then it's between you and another vote, right? All, right,
2: yeah. right.
1: All you need is one vote more than him to win that spot.
2: That's right. Simple as that. Wait, uh, Gemini I mean, I and Toad Truck. Wait, if the wait, local, wait, 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 no, no, no. Wait, 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 listen, wait, wait, listen wait. we got people on the line wait, here that are asking questions. Well, I'm on the radio, they yeah, gotta yeah, wait. But, but you're, here, are, to I, you're uh, here to talk about it. You're you, not gotta here. you gotta listen to the yeah. members. In the local, here, there is wait, no wait, wait. financial benefit to being a steward in any way. Stewards may receive a union folder or portfolio or maybe even a jacket, but that's about it. The jackets I have paid for with my own money and had them customized on my own. You telling me that out there in California, Dean, that you guys have no financial benefit whatsoever? You don't get like a check every no. six months? No. I did not know There's that. a lot
1: of locals out there that don't pay their shop stewards.
2: Wow. I and think that, So you're not even, I mean, most shop stewards aren't doing it for the money. Let's just keep it real. Because it's not for the money. It's not like you're making a ton of money every six but months. But if, sh-
1: if you're going to get a commission from every member that you're supposed to give information to, then make it your business to
2: do that. Right. Oh, well, thanks for putting us on to that, Dean. I didn't even realize that. Go ahead, Jamie. Jamie. Go what ahead. What's you up? You Jamie?
0: I, I don't want to say anything.
2: Okay. Good. I Keep I have your mouth to shut. Say. I think,
0: else.
1: I Next th- is Esther I Curry. Think, I think he jumped over you because you're black. Members, <laughs> members have to
2: speak up and tell the local office what's going on in their job. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, Esther. But
0: but but Hector, um, as a BA, are you? Does just you have? I don't I don't know how many sensors you have, but your centers do they got have one
1: two three four five five drivers do they
0: do they each have a whatsapp for each center or something yes are you on those whatsapp yes okay that's what i wanted to make sure to wear anything else do you want to you know, know what color a, no un- no i'm saying you can send do you, you want to know send, what no co- no no i don't do you no, I, I don't know i don't okay do you want to know what
1: color <laughs> underwears i'm wearing no <laughs> brown White with a strip of brown. They okay. were white. <laughs> and and Terry,
0: Terry Ann, I know you're on the radio. You you have a question. You can send it through the through the chat. Don't be afraid. Maybe We're, we we're should not going to bite you. D-
2: Dave Carew, the legendary Dave Carew out of Long Island. Maybe we should have a grievance tracker posted on the 804 website. Make it so transparent that the stewards have to keep the fuck up <laughs> that's a that's a good idea Dave Uh but you know uh that would you know so we can you continue at you at about the, 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 a, and the and Curry the, the just said union. how do
1: how do we educate the inactive stewards Uh first of all start with the getting, first of all getting them into the hall <laughs> to come to the hall for a meeting to educate them Yeah. because it's it's
2: Start by talking to the members one by one, Esther. I mean, sometimes I know it's difficult, especially because I know I deal with uh, the insiders like you do. Talking to them and having time to talk to them is is very difficult within their little 10-minute breaks. Um, So I would suggest, you know, do your best to speak to them one-on-one, inform them about membership meetings coming on, letting them know what the benefits of being in the union and, and what it is that being in a union entitles you to. These are little things that you can do. It takes a little time, but it is well worth it in the end. The steward should check should the sh- the stewards what you're going here. He always chat. do. Frankie says, do. I do because you know what? What are we doing the don't, show put, for? Him? Are we doing the show every, for you, Jamie? Chat? Are we here for you, Jamie? So, so are you... we here for Hector <laughs> or for me? No, we're here for the members, uh, Jamie. Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs>
1: members, he's okay? Red. He's red. So if anybody wants to push push know, Tony he's, is he's red. Acting Tony he's is he's, he's red.
0: acting out because his wife is right Yeah, I know. He's showing off. His wife is protecting him. She's watching him. She's got
1: her legs all over She got my back. She got my back. She's got her legs. He's massaging her feet while he's talking on the radio.
2: <laughs> All right. Back to the general membership meeting. All right. Uh, as, as, as always at the general membership meeting, we have great information on uh, retirement, on your insurances. Uh, and this is my favorite part to shoot off to Jamie. Jamie, you want to talk a little bit about, um, you know what, I'm going to go into uh, Jim Werner and Joe Holiday for, uh, and Joe, uh, Joe Tedeschi. About I'm sorry. You're going to talk about their class uh, for Holiday Financial. Yes, uh, we do have the dates for their upcoming retirement uh, seminars, which March are 20th. amazing. March 20th and April 11th. Yes, March 20th at eight, and April 11th, and that was ones on a Saturday, ones on a Sunday, and they are both at 10 a.m. Is that correct? 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the local 3421
0: Review Avenue, Long Island City, at the local hall
2: that's right these seminars are really helpful even if you're not uh close to retirement if you're a new member and you want to get educated on how to get to where the older members are and where you think you're going to be in that time frame and how much money you'll need to prepare for your retirement these are one of the most amazing seminars you can go to they offer this free to our local you're not paying for it the education that they give you is priceless it will help you for your future i mean i i can't tell you how many times i've listened to them and how and how many other people have and how many people they have helped and when i tell you their feedback has been amazing and phenomenal from feeder drivers to inside workers to package car drivers every classification sit down with them, speak to them, go to a seminar, they'll come to your home. You can set up a date for them to come to your house. Speak to you, your wife, your family, educate you on, on what it is that you need to do to prepare for your future. It's it's it, the information is just completely priceless. Please, if you get a chance, definitely look well, at it. Well, let me update. Both of the classes
0: are on a Saturday. Saturday, March 20th and Saturday, April 11th. Oh, they're both on the Saturday. The topics that they're going to be discussing are about your pension, the annuity, 401k, debt reduction, income and expense planning, legal planning, health insurance, taxes, saving strategies, and social social security. So being that we're having a social distancing thing, the classes are, are, are limited to 20 guests. So you will have to RSVP to our local business agent, Pete Piero. Call a hall at 718-786-5700. Once again, that's 718-786-5700. Pete DiPiero, RSVP with him.
2: Yes, and another great... um little tidbit of information if you're looking for something that you can get a quick question on or you have a little question on your 401k or something that has to do with retirement you could also go to our brother greg kerwood's page greg kerwood has a great page uh... teamsters eight uh... what is teamsters 401k retirement page it is a great uh... it, it listen greg is on there doing videos He's talking about how to allocate your funds with the 401k. He's talking about rebalancing every year. He's showing you step-by-step how to do it. I mean, the guy is a wealth of information. Greg's always listening to our show. I know he's on there listening now. I want to thank you, Greg, for everything that you do for the membership. It's also a great way to get a little uh, financial (laughs) advice. (laughs) Unbelievable. You saw that, Greg? You see what he did there, Greg? Just so that you know, it's Hector doing that. I got love (laughs) for you, brother. Um, Also uh what was the uh the guy from America, uh jamie the what's the gentleman's name you only
1: like him because well, you're gonna him? do a show did you tell him about the show did you tell jamie about the show
2: oh jamie we 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 hooked up with greg kerwood and uh we are gonna be doing a show out in massachusetts when were you I gonna tell you have, me the day before? I don't think well, you Yeah, have, I was hoping to tell you the day before so you that, could tell me you couldn't make it like <laughs> you normally do. I don't think he
1: could go. He don't have a
2: passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that show is planned for august we'll talk about it later on uh it's, it's still quite some ways out and uh i want to thank greg personally obviously for letting us come down there and do the show with him it's going to be it's going to be my honor to be there greg's a great team member. wow unbelievable this guy okay so what are well, we Well, he said about? he doesn't expect anything less from hector <laughs> well, Greg's Kerwood
0: page is UPS Teamsters 401k in parentheses resource page. Yeah, the 401 is in in parentheses. No, the K is in parentheses. Let me let me say that what I say, man. Okay. You, okay? you did say again, the K was in parentheses. U, it's UPS Teamsters 401k K in, parentheses. K in parentheses resource page. Yes. Finish massaging her feet, man. Uh, <laughs> let's
2: get ready to run! Jamie's about to catch a beatdown. My wife is giving him the uh, the dagger eyes. Okay. Don't get hurt up in here, bro. All right?
3: You, dude,
2: big, big news for our local. Big news for our local. Our health and welfare copay has been reduced to a $10 copay. That will be uh, official in March. Just so you guys know, we were paying $20 for quite some time now. And um, now it is down to $10. bucks. is huge. Thank you so much. That means I don't have to pay $40 for both of my children anymore. Now it is 20 bucks for the both of them and myself another 10 bucks. So And the wife is 10 So, so what are you
1: going to do? Are you Are going to save gonna up? I'm going to
2: just start going like regularly now. So you're you going to
1: save up $20 now? Yeah. I'm for, a listen, nice, that's, for a nice go family th- vacation? <laughs>
2: yes, that's right. To the Berkshires, hopefully. <laughs> uh, thanks to Greg Kerwin. Uh, also, Dental implants. Dental implants are now part of our plan, which is huge. We've never had that before. You're allowed up to two implants a year.
1: That's right. If you're missing any teeth, yeah. Like Jamie,
2: Jamie, I suggest going yeah. there right away because. Well, uh, well I, I just had my implants. Well, you, you're going to. Oh, one
1: of you is about to lose a tooth here. <laughs> I don't know which one is going to be who's knocking whose tooth out, but you at least you have the plan now that you could have an implant that's right
2: i don't have to feel well, bad that, if i knock his tooth out
0: after he finished massaging her, her
2: feet he, he can go get his implants <laughs> that's why i got right oh my foot god he's,
1: he's now licking it <laughs> what <laughs> i'm only kidding babe
2: <laughs> i have a foot fetish um I also want to talk about the vaccinations. Uh, for, I know there are certain places you can go for free vaccinations, but now it will be offered to you free, definitely with uh, with uh, going into the right uh, p- part of the uh, health and welfare that's within our network. Whatever doctor you go to that's in our network, yes, it will be available <clears throat> to you for free. That's for Josh is that Josh is working
1: is working with the city of New York. That is correct. They're, they're going to try to get it to uh, like a mobile unit to go to each center. So when you come to work, if you have the option, if you want to take the vaccination, you can take it. If you don't, you don't. But they are he's working with uh, the city of New York right now. So when it becomes available to us, that they might even try to do a mobile unit with uh, city MD uh, nurses that will will ride around to each center uh, of the building and do that particular center, you know, for the vaccination. But like I said, it's up to you if you want to take the vaccination.
2: That's absolutely correct. And Josh Pomerantz is our director of operations at Local 804. He's doing a he's a, a, an outstanding uh, uh, union guy. He's a he's a lawyer. He's smart. He's dealing with all the politics. He's talking to the media. He's he, he figured out what phase we were in. And, and you know, he's working hard on, on getting us these these mobile units for those members who want to get vaccinated. I mean, I understand that there are people that have their reservations. Again, it's not mandatory. It will be completely up to you. But if you do want a vaccination and you want that safety net, it is going to be there and available for you. Thank you, Josh Pomerantz, for working on that. Um, also, big news, the United Way lawsuit. That's right, 2019 and 2020. It has been going on for some time now. Um, and
0: 2019 and 2020 is included now. Right? Now
2: is included, and that's because these guys did their job, and, and now the company's like, "Whoa, wait a minute! It looks like we're we're liable for 2019 too, or was it 2020? 2020. Whatever, whatever it was, they are liable for it. So the contributions are going to continue to go up. The, I mean, the money that's going to be continuing to go up. We're looking at about 5,500 people getting their money back. Can I say that's something like that? That's how
0: many people that? they're up to. 5,500, Jamie. You're gonna. You're going to, all certain, I guess the members that's included in that right. are going to be receiving mail. Letters in the mail. Letters in the mail. Please do not throw whatever Jamie. you receive from Jamie, the local get it out, Jamie. Get it out. Go ahead. Let He's it nervous because my wife is
2: looking at him. <laughs> what a little punk.
0: Please do not throw the, your mail away when you receive something from the local. Make sure you open it up and read it. Be careful. Do not throw it away. Open it up and read it. It might be something pertaining, pertaining to that lawsuit. And
1: also, whatever money is left over from the big lawsuit that they're going to be doing, is they we're going to get it to a charity, and the charity is going to be the, Doc that, Doughty, the, right? that, look, dog, the dog-doughtity. Get
0: it out, Hector. Doc get Doughty. it out. That dog
1: Yeah, the dog-doughtity. So that will go towards, you know, members. <laughs> Who's doing that? I am. Oh. <laughs> so it will go towards, you know, members, the uh, scholarship and all that. So
0: that that's a good thing also. Well, let, let, me, let me read. I'm going to go back to what he was. <laughs> I'm going to read, from the, read something from the president. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs>
0: this is a this is a memo from our president it says the union and company trustees on the health and welfare fund have agreed to benefit improvement without going to arbitration effective march 1st 2021 the copay will be reduced to ten dollars retirees included dental implants have been improved have been approved through in in network blue cross dentists at the rate of two per year <laughs> and no cost to the members. This includes bone grafts, if necessary, and anesthesia. Our retirees are eligible for the in-network rate at an in-network Blue Cross Dentist.
2: Uh, they, they, the, um, now the, um, not the, uh, now, now, uh, um.
1: That's Anthony responding they, to you, bro. The, uh. You um, see that's Anthony?
2: are they Something the um mm, <laughs> <laughs> um uh carl morial we don't have any information on the penalty when pay when yet, when did you hear there that should be some penalty pay uh what what are you talking about when, when did you when oh, he, he put po- that out he posted that he up, posted up on posted our page. a few days ago oh i didn't
1: see that yeah. sorry Thanks for reading it because I didn't I didn't even know that he put something out.
2: Yeah, he did. Thanks for reading that, Jamie. Is there any penalty or the company has to pay or are you just getting your money back? Well, from what we know right now, you'll be getting all your money back. Um, as far as penalty pay goes, I don't know. We will find out later on and we will get that, we will get that information to you. Um, uh, but, yes, and the retirees will be paying a, uh, you know, the retirees will be paying In a reduced a reduced in-network uh, fee. It won't be free like ours, but it would definitely be a reduced payment, which is still a help to all the retirees. All right, so... Moving on to the PVD case, and I know everybody who's listening, guys in our local, people across the country, even Greg Kerwood, have been waiting for some information on this. And yes, Local 804 has been doing it big with the PVD. They have been deadlocking with the company. They've been going through these serious uh, Zoom hearings, I guess, or or whatever it is. And they are, really, they are really dealing with the company lying through their teeth. Let me
1: tell you something. That is the most entertaining.
2: I can imagine. Just listening to the bullshit that's coming out of their Zoom
1: house. I ever had putting uh, what the lawyers, our lawyers, putting the company on the spot and catching them on fucking everything, plain as lies. And you know, it's like so fucking crazy that they they lied throughout the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. and another thing they they did bring up on the Zoom meeting with the PVDS that the old executive board knew about it. Oh, and they never told us about it. Oh, they they simply said. Well, how you know? Because the lawyer asked, him, "How do you, When did you know about these PVDs coming into the eight hundred four junction?" He said, "We already had it in the works in the two thousand and, in uh, I think eighteen, when they spoke to the old executive board, and we were like, 'Whoa,
2: whoa!
1: They'll use anything right now to li- they they line throughout the whole.'" the whole thing about the PVDs.
2: Oh, I don't know. Frankie J just put up 50% in damages on top of the money back in regards to the United Way. Thank you, Frankie, for that information. Wow. So, there you go, Carl. 50% in damages on top of the money back in the regards to the United Way. So, that is awesome. Frankie, thank you so much. See, this is why I love doing the show and reading comments because people are putting out information and this is the stuff that, that helps us out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the PVD case is still going on. It's full throttle. We are right now i want to say that we are kicking their ass it's not over that yet though guys it is not over it's going so, to extend into march probably two more days in march so our our stew our our executive board is asking us as stewards please keep continuing to police these things there is, there is, there is things that uh, there are PVDS out there. You have to put in the grievances. You get pictures, get the pictures. Do what you got to do to help the board out to continue this fight. How can they be considered drivers, <laughs> untrained <Yeah>. drivers? Listen, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> wish I, I, I
1: wish I could talk more about it, but no, no,
2: no, I don't want to talk too much on. I it can't, I can't, I can't even if right. I, if I wanted yeah, to.
1: But man. all I can say is a very interesting uh, cross examination between the company and the, well, not the company, because mm. the company has done nothing but lying. Uh, the 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 lawyers that uh, the local four hired are fucking. I mean, they are to the point, and they're catching these guys on. I'm, I'm just happy that, lies.
0: They, that this e board has taken on that fight. We we're we're asking for them to fight for stuff. And, and let me tell you, the
1: other locals out there that are, are dealing with the PVDS are looking at us right, right now for this. For this, this right now. they're looking yeah. at it at us right now because whatever decision we get from our uh, the arbitrator you know they're going to they, the other locals are going to start calling our local how what you do what do you do? I you know they they are going to start looking at us again and like again we're once gonna again we're going to be back
2: on top
0: again
1: one a uh, local way one of the I don't know local.
2: Dave I don't know if they're still using them but if they are keep a lookout. you just don't know if they'll try to pop up again who knows all I know is that if you do haven't see seen them or hear, my yeah, yeah we haven't and, seen them and, and- it's been quiet ever since but who knows you you just
0: just keep an eye on it. I, I want to say I want to say something though. I know there's still one PVD that they have on file because she got hurt on a job.
2: No, nope, there They're you still go.
0: paying um compensation for a workers comp. She got you go. hurt on the job.
2: There you go. All right, Jamie, take this away. I know you love to talk about this. It's your favorite topic. It's MVDC time, and you know how the company gets down and tell some of the members what they have to do to protect themselves. Well, the the best thing to do is to get your abstract, your
0: driving abstract. So to, to make number sure. Number one thing. The number one thing. Get is that to abstract. Get go do on, not lie. Go on the DMV website and get it. Get your abstract, <laughs> review it. Anything's on there, just put it on MVDC. Just put it on there, please. Yeah. Don't even if you think you got a ticket into something, just put it on. If you got a ticket for a moving violation and you're in court for it, put it down. Do not wait for it to be heard and then you're convicted or not convicted,
2: put it down now. Yes, yeah, so I believe there's a story out there where the company is trying to terminate a driver for dishonesty based on the fact that he could not get his license renewed. Uh, his, 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 his license had expired. He's trying to renew his license because of COVID. It was very difficult for him to do so. He made sure he knew
0: it online, right?
2: He put down all the information. He did what he was trying to do online. He was still having trouble and he put that, all that information out there. He even talked to the company about it, let them know, and they still try to terminate him. (whistles) So... (whistles) exactly so it's so ridiculous it is it's pretty
1: yeah. he has a sad. letter from the dmv yep. saying that they're gonna excuse anybody from exp- right. expiration until june of this year coming up right now we're, we're still in february going into march and the company decided to put him out on the street oh, is he on the street i believe he's out on the street with a because of suspended license that he can't do nothing of his abstract it's
0: it's extended though yes
1: i know that they know that and they so stupid because now they're gonna have to pay this guy back pay you know it's just so i wish we could do something that that when you stress a member out like that that you know he's right and they're wrong and they fuck up that you know that you should
2: get your pay with penalties exactly. for for, yeah. for pain exactly. and suffering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Maybe I might need some psychological help. Maybe yeah. I might need to go see a therapist. No, because you're right. Though. Of what you put me through because it does affect you. Yeah, man. you're putting this yeah. man's life at, 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 in jeopardy His because while you're his home, his home
0: you're, livelihood. You're wondering if you're going to lose your. Am right. I yeah. going to lose my job? What's going to happen? Listen,
1: it's stressful. It's stressful because it's stress you know it you is. got it, especially when you got a family. Exactly. So the company is stupid. They're going to lose that case. The guy's going to get his job back plus the back pay. Uh, whatever days he was out. It's just so stupid. This is what the company and that's why I say these guys are not your friends They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your kids They don't give a fuck about your wife They don't give a fuck about your mortgage your car payment your school payments They don't give a fuck about any of that what they give a fuck is giving the right numbers to the investors that invest to the company Those that's the that's that's what they main concern They don't give a shit if you break a leg or freaking if you got problems at home They don't give a shit about none of that shit they will write. That's why I say you guys like to be friends with these guys. These guys will fire you in a second for bullshit. And this is bullshit that they find this guy for. And this is what this is what it is. These these guys are not your fucking friends, period.
2: No, nope, that's pretty fucking sad. Um, Jesus, you got me cursing. Um, oh, my God. I used the Lord's name in vain, too. Unbelievable. I'm being really bad today. Let me just give an update.
0: Um, our general membership meeting is coming up next Sunday, February the 28th. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Be there or be square. It's via Zoom, so you do not have to leave your house. You can sit in your your couch. You can sit wherever you want. You can put your 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 wife feet on your shoulders and <laughs> massage them like like he's doing over here. You can do
2: whatever you want. Just be there,
0: please. It's a big meeting.
2: Please be there. Listen, as Vinny likes to say, and and and. It, the truth is this is a crucial year for us as a union together. We are getting some serious traction We started oh, when this executive board uh, took office We started as a small little snowball and this snowball has been generating a lot more snow as it been going downhill As you can see we got tons of snow this winter. So that ball is mighty big right now and, Wow, these are some great metaphors um, And we just have to keep going in that direction because our 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 listen there's a war on labor people there's a war on labor and we are on the forefront of it as teamsters so let's continue to give this board our backing let's continue to work with the membership and let's get this done it's very important show up to the union meeting show up when it's time to vote show up when we need you to be there for us this is what we need speaking about voting Speaking about voting, you I know have what? A question. I have
0: a question. I have a question for too for Hector. You, you want to ask him? You ask the no, question. you
2: ask the question, Jamie, because I like the way you ask the questions. Jamie. You're, you're, Hector you're doesn't me. like you. He might. He hold might on, hold on. I'm enjoying. Like, he might not like.
1: Listen, my question, I'm enjoying man. Anthony rubbing his wise feet. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you're a
2: watcher. <laughs> you're a creep. Go ahead, what's up? You're on the
0: I'm not sure how this how this works, but I have a question. Oh boy, here we go. What is the cost? Of a local election.
1: What do you mean by I, I, local election? Like, like some...
2: basically, when you have an executive board, and now you have a group of individuals that feels that either one, they can do a better job, or they're just uh, a bunch of greedy jerks who just want to take over for their own personal gain. Whatever the case is.
1: Do you mean what the members pay for what that election? What does pay? that
2: cost us as a membership? As, members, as a it, union. Costs,
1: it costs in the near picture frame of thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars. Thirty. Yeah, wow. twenty thousand dollars is uh, is 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 probably the the election supervisor that that we have to hire. So the
2: supervisor alone gets twenty grand. Yeah,
1: because she's got to pay you know for the facilities and she's got to pay for her staffing to count the ballots and make sure everything's official. Wow, I
0: never knew that.
1: Yeah, so that off that- the back is twenty thousand dollars, and then you have to do. The Twenty
0: thousand dollars?
1: Twenty thousand dollars just, for, just the for the supervisor what the? and what she
2: needs. Yeah.
1: So the rest of the money goes wow. into mailing out the ballots. So we have, you know, a lot of members, and we got to mail out
2: every member a ballot. So we're talking about at least eight thousand members. Yeah. So you're looking at about depending. So, like on I
1: said, it's like thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars that comes out of the local.
2: So thirty five grand and, and right. it's our money. It's right. our union money. So whoever That's runs a lot of money, so man.
1: whoever runs against us, they have to pay, you know, for the mailing list. They have to send out, you know, their flyers and all that. We have to give them as per the election board, we have to give them the list every of, of the the list of names of all the members for then they have to pay on their own. Uh, I'm mailing out for the flyers or whatever the case may be. But to the local, the charges will be anywhere near, and probably now it's probably at thirty-five thousand dollars that the members pay. Now, damn. The question is, is is it a good question? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Members, we need to know what comes out of the members. Uh, members. Uh,
2: yeah, right. What the money. election costs? What what an election is now, costing us.
1: Last election, because it was Eddie Vialta and them and uh, the Furious Five, I call them. Um, you know the members had enough, so they wanted that election to happen. They wanted these guys out, and so it's worth that thirty-five thousand dollars to get the mem. You know to get the members what they want. Well,
2: yeah, if you feel somebody's not so, doing their job. So exactly.
1: So now, is it is it worth it now? I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, if the members feel that it should be an election to take us out, then let it be. But we're going to be spreading. The local is going to be spending at least thirty five. So
0: every $3. time there's an election, mm-hmm. thirty five, thirty,
2: wow, right. that's a lot of, that's a lot of. And money, I'm sure man. it was probably less back in the day, but as years went by, it I believe, went more money. Though, I believe
1: yeah. the the election supervisor makes more than twenty. I'm just saying twenty, but I I believe it's between twenty and twenty five thousand dollars
2: just for that alone, for just for For the that facilities, alone. for the facilitators, you have to, and for you, all and, the
1: and and if like this is an election year for us, so we or we have to uh, reserve that because we don't know whoever's running. We have to reserve that, that supervisor. So we have to give them a down so payment to, wow. to, 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 you know, to make sure that we have them for the election.
2: Well, I don't know about you, Jamie, but I personally would like to keep that thirty-five, forty grand in our pocket. Yeah, I don't feel don't it's necessary. I don't. I. I just don't that's see. Money. I don't see that I need a change. I'm happy with the with the representation that I'm receiving. I'm happy with the the backing that I feel that I'm receiving. But that's just me. You know, I'm just one member out of eight thousand. So you guys think about what you want to do. Uh, I, I mean listen at the end of the day if there's an election we have to do our due diligence we have to do what we have to do but I mean I I just don't see a need for us to spend money on what that is the standings of, of you
1: running that's the, that's another thing you know if you're going to run against the, an executive board and I'm not saying because I'm on this executive board I'm just saying if you're going to run as to run against an executive board that's doing a good job uh why why waste the money yeah why waste the money and just just let it be. You know, you lost the last time and, and you, you know, you're going to try to put a, a, a group together with n- no knowledge whatsoever. If we were doing a bad job, I would say, yes, please, somebody run against us because we're doing we're not doing for the members. We're not right. doing nothing good. And the members deserve a good slate in that local. Well, we're not doing that. I mean, we're doing everything possible to make this local the strongest local that it was back then when Ron Carey was here. And then we have these guys that they, uh, they, they, what do you call that when, when, when you lose? Sore losers. Sore losers and butt, and butt hurt. They butt hurt because they lost the election when they knew they wasn't doing a good job and now they want to try to put... You know, stupid stuff on, uh, you know, stupid shit out of how they think to the membership to make it look like they better than, but they haven't. None of those guys yet. None of those guys yet has come on and said what they're gonna do better. I would like to hear that. I would like to hear Murphy say, "I'm gonna do this better than than Vinny." I'm gonna. I want to hear the, you know, Montabo say, "I'm gonna do better than this. I'm gonna do this for the members instead of taking it and run with it." You know, I want to hear that.
2: Uh, you know what? At, at, at the end of the I, day, a lot of it for me has to do with what have they done as far as union contributions to this point. It seems to me like I, at, at a certain point during election time, all of these people come out of the woodworks and start chanting rah, rah, union. And, and what we could do is this and what we could do is that. But where were you in the years in the past? What have you showed up to? Have you been to any... Uh, uh, have you helped with any campaigns? Have you been out there informing and educating the membership? Have you been showing up to certain meetings? Have you been going to union and shop steward and general membership meetings? Are you a, a good? Are you a, a member in good standing? I mean, there's so many different oh, no, things that I look that. forward to when it comes to looking for a business agent or a shop steward. You want somebody who's been out there, who's been, who's been advocating, who's been, who's been active. You want an active union member. So I, I, if you're gonna you come know, with a know, group of guys that I haven't seen anything from and I don't see them anywhere, then I'm sorry, you're not gonna get my know, vote. You
1: know, when when Eddie was in office and and Montabo and it was always a, it was always a who was gonna be the president of that of that uh, slate and blah 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 blah, and that's where that's where the beginning of the end started because they were fighting for the top dog. Okay, Eddie got the top dog. They should have respected him as a top dog. Everyone tried. Listen, they were going to be in office for three years, so of course, as a member, as a as an active member, either you 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 try to make it work for the three years, or you got to do something. But he, it was just so fucked up. And now they they did what they did with the film of Eddie, and and you know messed up his his personal life, and and it was out there, and and the, the ladies sued the local. Um, there was bad-mouthing going on there. They, they did all the bad stuff that an executive board could do in that local hall, and I can tell you this much, and, and I, don't, I don't speak for the ladies there, but they were, uh, it was a sign of relief when they saw us walking in there that first day of January. They, they had enough with these, these guys. They were t- bad-mouthing them, mistreating them, and that's not the way you run a local. You know, no, you got very, very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. They were fighting against each other. All of them were fighting against each other. The whole wow. crew was fighting against each other. You oh. had you then then the division, and you saw the division at the slate when they, when they were running because you got you they, had, split. They, they split. They split. They went one to the other. They you were know, running Betancourt, against each other. Betancourt went and did his own slate. Montabo did his own slate. You know, and obvious Eddie couldn't run because he was suspended because his his boy Murphy you know got him suspended because of this shit you know it, it you can't have that that was a uh, that was crazy those 3 years and and and, uh, and you know I hate to say it because I I'm, I'm in the executive board so I can't. You know, so, yeah, wanna... you got
2: to stop talking. So fuck you. Wh- what one uh, my man, Dubs804, one of your guys says 180 since EMS has been taken over and made this local. Sorry if I have to say the word stronger. <laughs> that's right. We don't like to use stronger anymore because they use the strong slate. So that's a good one. Dubs. Um, Lots of people want the position, but won't put in the worker ethic. Rich 1130. Yep. That is very true. Rich. <laughs> very true. And uh, dubsoto force says he 's also enjoying his new hobby, which is cigars thanks to all the grievance dollars that he's been getting from the uh, <laughs> from the executive board and all the grievance that 's another thing well, there was no money being paid out before I mean guys were putting in grievances and not getting anything back we're talking about what close to at least five hundred thousand or more in grievance money paid out from nine five to supervisors working I mean come on this is this is Let's listen. Speak, speaking of grievances, it's not
1: us, guys. It's not us. It's the shop stewards. It's the
2: stewards. I know that.
1: It's not I us. I know that. It's I not st- us putting in those grievances. It's you guys, the membership, and the shop stewards that are uh, uh, are enforcing the contract, and we're there to back you guys up. But it's all the work from the shop steward and the membership to throw those grievances, and rightfully so. You know they got these. This fucking company don't give a fuck. They violate pay, violate pay. We don't want them to violate anymore. Well, we thank we you guys
2: them. as executive board members for doing your job, because at the end of the day, we can put in the grievances, but when it gets to you guys, that's where the money gets that's paid. It, right. So finally, we got a group of people that's that's listening to the members and getting that money paid. Well, speaking of grievances,
0: now when your grievance gets paid, it's going to be mailed to you now. Really? It's not going to go to the union hall because they were posting the pictures and somebody ratted them out that Oh, so somebody got their
2: campaign Somebody got butt hurt Again? Yeah. We got We got some so uh, now labor, the labor managers going to be Getting mailed
0: Directly to the member Wow instead of, So
2: you know what As members What we should do if, if And I'm not telling anybody What to do Well, well somebody
0: saying, said Take the picture And send it to the BA Or
2: whoever And then they just Put it all together And, mm-hmm. and just make a post You know what I, I would say I don't need the money Right away I would give my Grievance check to them So they can take a picture this And is, then give it back to me This, when is, you're done.
1: this is a good th- Listen This is why we don't get the checks back at the hall because some member went to management and showed them the facebook page of us posting Posting how many checks are we winning and getting these grievances paid and the company got so upset that says you know why are you posting it and we asked the company how did you get the picture they don't want to say but we have members that are showing these pictures to the fucking company and showing them and this is bullshit
2: Our brother, our brother, uh, Matthew Lockwood, says in the last few days, Scott and the board alone settled over 300,000 in grievances. Lou Barbone, our business agent, says 500K in grievances paid out just in the month of December. Wow. So, I mean, (laughs) you know what? No thanks. Uh, I will not be uh, uh, voting for anybody else. I would hope that we can keep that thirty-five <laughs> grand in our union's pocket. I don't feel it's necessary. Thank you very much for the. But let's be, let's be
1: real though. I listen. I, I won't. I won't be on the air. I want those guys like a John Guest that always comes out on election year. You don't hear about him or hear about him or what he does for the union. You don't hear nothing about this guy, but he's always out on election year. Call up the radio show, John, uh, Tom Murphy. Call up the radio show. I won't be here. I'll let these guys ask you the questions of what you could do better for this local to do the right thing for the membership. That's it.
2: Well, you know what, and and that's that's an honorable thing to do. I, I get what you're saying. I prefer that there be nobody running. But again, if you are running. This is uh, the local 804, basically the the voice of local 804 a little bit here on this radio show. we, We do do a lot and talk about a lot that happens in local 804 and some things around the country, but a lot of it is based on what we're dealing with here. So if you do want to run... I mean, as you guys know, we've had uh, uh, we've had people from the IBT campaign come on our show, talk about what their plans are or, or what they're about and what they've done in the past as far as the IBT and the election goes. So why not do it on a local level? I I, re- I remember when you guys were running and I became part of the show. I remember that we actually sat down at Vinnie Perone's house. And Vinnie Perrone allowed us to come to the house and do the show there where he was able to answer questions to the members and they went on for hours asking questions that were sent to us. I was, man I must have asked about, I don't remember a hundred questions that day or more. It was ridiculous. That, that, I, if you want to watch that, you could actually see that. We do have that up. You could see some of the things that Vinnie said they were going to do and how some of it has come into fruition and they continue to do that for the membership. It was a great show. So if you are planning to run against this board, one, I hope you're prepared to, to put in the amount of work that these guys are doing and two... If you want to talk about what your plans are, listen, like he said, Hector will step off. Me and Jamie will be on the air. We can ask you a few questions that the members have, and let's see you guys stand up there and ask a couple of questions the way that our executive board did in the past. And I bet you there's no member on our executive board that will have a problem coming on our show and during election time and talking about what it is they plan to do <laughs> with the future and what they've done in the past.
1: So, in other words, we g- you're getting called out into Local 804 Radio, um, lo- lo- uh, Union Power Radio. You're getting yeah. called out. You're getting called out. Yeah, Not exactly. by Hector, by the members So when you listen to the podcast Listen, you uh, I'm, I'm calling out John Guest Tom Murphy, Danny Montavo, And whoever else is going to run In that, uh, that slate That they're trying to put together well,
0: all, and, The names you just said is on a, one slate
1: There's Medina You know Those guys, we're calling you out Just come out on the radio you, you know, Listen, people have questions That maybe you can have the answer to Why are you running? Simple as that. I don't, you don't, if you're afraid because I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna come out of my face, I won't even ask no questions. Tony Rosario and Jamie Holligan are the hosts of this show. I hear, I substitute to help them out here, but listen, I don't need to be here. They could do this on their own. So we're calling you out.
2: Mm. All right. Now, back to some things that I hate to talk about because I know we feel like a broken record. But these are things that, I, you know, it's like it it gets a little frustrating when, you know, members are getting in trouble for silly little things like putting in their seatbelt behind their back or or leaving their bulkhead doors open or leaving the key in the bulkhead door so they can run back and forth with their helpers. (laughs) Leaving packages in the cab. Leaving packages unattended or in the cab. These are all things that they're looking out for right now. How
0: about this one? Leaving their truck running while they're delivering, yes,
2: even worse. Okay, what you're hearing there in the background Uh, is a runner is a runner trying to get done with his day because he has no idea what uh, he's going to do with all that free time. How about this
0: one? Attendance,
2: you know how attendance
0: is becoming a big play. I'm gonna tell you how when you come to work. And they, and they say we're well, over 10 people, whatever amount. And you say, Oh, I want to go home. And they say, How do you want to get paid? You're using your sick and personal day, right? So by the time September
2: comes, you got nothing you left. You have nothing. You got nothing because left. Because you
0: used it to benefit them. Yeah. So now, when you call in, when you are actually sick or need a personal day, you're going to call in. And look for a second personal date. So now you're gonna have a whole bunch of called in. Yep.
1: This is this past, is past li-
0: the the days that you have. Listen,
1: I keep telling you guys this: the members are our worst, they, they they worst own enemies when it comes to that. Because listen, what I used to do as a shop steward and all the shop stewards, you guys could take the recommendation or whatever the case may be. But you 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 pull the guy to the side that's going home right in front of you, and you say, "Listen, is it worth it?" Give him his rate of pay, times eight hours. Put an hour to overtime. You're, you're totaling about four hundred dollars for the day. Okay, now that four hundred dollars, you ain't getting it because you're you're forfeiting your eight hours and all that shit. You you want to go home because you have nothing to do but play video games. But then this is this is another problem because this is a win-win for the company because you don't show up to work and you don't get on that clock. The company doesn't contribute to the pension of ninety dollars and thirty-five cents per person, eight hours. Okay, so this is this is this is a uh, you know you're not winning, so you're not contributing to the pension. You're not making your four hundred dollars for the day. You don't have any sick days to cover that four hundred dollars for the day. Now how can we borrow for more sick days? And then the company's going to bring you in for attendance because it become a attendance problem, and it's so stupid for you to get up in the morning, brush your teeth get clothes on, get in your car that you're paying monthly for, pour the gas, get to work, to turn around and say, I wanna go home because not enough work, go back home, spend another hour on the road to get back home, get home to do what? To watch soap operas, all my children? This is stupid. Stay, if you come to work, stay at work. Let them pay you the eight hours. They say to you, we're over, your problem. I'm here to work, I'm here to make the eight hours. Another thing is happening with this uh, the waiver with the eight, eight hours. Hour you write. guys are eight fucking hours. retarded. We are. That's not the word I should be using.
2: No, no, no! Don't use that. That's uh, you are mentally disabled. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, saying, that's a nicer way. Of a, He's a, looking at me like, like I should You must be mentally disabled. I think no. Listen, here's, here's you better, are stupid. No, Hector. You are stupid. Hector. You you, can't, listen. Hector. This is a better
1: Hector. way to
0: say it. Listen, listen. Go ahead. Just say, you are just like Anthony Rosario. That's it.
2: Wow, Jamie.
0: You are just like Anthony Rosario. You are 100% not at all like Anthony so, Rosario. So now this
1: is what's happening on Saturday's Six Day Punch, okay? And this this is crazy because Jamie I had it Jamie is
2: a, going to die today. Who? Jamie. Jamie's going, going to, to die. die. Finish him. Do you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. But Look, ahead, let's go. be real here. You're guaranteed 8 hours no matter what. You are guaranteed 8 hours. Fuck and now the, the company, waiver, the, fuck the bullshit. The
1: company is down. this is listen, they're setting you up, bro, with this waiver, 8-hour waiver. We Ron Carey won this eight-hour guarantee language that's in our contract. For you to get eight hours guarantee, period. You signing that waiver is only giving the M.O. to the company. So when we go to fucking contracts in 2023, they're going to pull that up with the fucking contracts. They're saying, look how many waivers we got from the members. And then this this waiver that he's forfeiting his 8 hours guarantee we have hundreds and hundreds of people filling this out, members filling this out. They're going to demand that in their contract to go against us that they want to take away the guarantee eight hours and put only exact uh, actual time. And we're doing this to ourselves. Don't fucking sign that waiver. You're there to work. Do the fucking eight hours, period. Because once they take it away from you, you're going to be hurting. It's going to be a hurt. So why even do it?
2: Uh, Greg Kerr would ask what the hell is an eight-hour waiver? <laughs> he doesn't know that well obviously it's not going down <laughs> over there in, in Boston um, So Greg management took it upon themselves to hand out a waiver to a guys to to wave away basically What, what? is who's, who's on the line there?
3: Hector it's Danny Cross. What's
2: going on? Hey Danny Cross. What's up? You're talking to Tony Rosario Hector is here and
3: so is Jamie Holligan. How you doing hey. brother cross? Cool, what's going on? Listen, I just want to let you know about these things with these these waivers at the you know because we see it on the shop floor at the national building at the Oyster Bay Center. We didn't see it. Like for instance, I'm going to give you a for instance that snowstorm that we had. Not this last one, but the one previous. We all came in at 12:30. I came in at probably 1115 because I got to be honest with you. I knew it was unsafe. And we should, we probably should never went on the road. They could have saved themselves a lot of money by just telling everybody to stay home that day. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, we went back to the building and they said that, you know, you, you have to, uh, we're going to send you back out and do it. We said, absolutely not. I said, I'm not going to deal with this now. Try not to pay us. And the next day we went, we all looked at our time cards. We got eight hour guarantee. Nobody signed anything nobody did anything and, and you just all stick together and it works out you know what i'm saying and i know that the problem becomes the 22 fours because they're new and they tried to herd them into the sheep mentality you know what i'm saying but if but if you keep on top of your 22 fours which is very important which i've got some young guys that have really helped me out because they understand a the younger generation than i do and i have to admit that i lack some some of the stuff that with the, with the younger generation of Teamsters that are coming in. But, you know, it works out if you keep the line of communication open and everybody stays the course. Right? And I just want to let you know it. And, and, and then everybody, you know, in our center, the Manhattan Center, the Oceanside Center, the Mitchell, they got paid. All you know, right. and I, I, really, I really don't know where this waiver yeah. comes up. Well, and, um, well,
1: Danny, they might have got paid, and a lot of other centers got paid also. Because in the Bronx, it happened the same thing. I got everybody; they guarantee eight. But the problem okay, is this: the, the, yeah, well, the company
3: I'm happy, Hector, because that's it. That's important to everybody because that'll show the company that's a past practice. Then you know, as we talked about, right, Hector? Past practice. Listen, you paid. You paid a guaranteed eight. You got to pay the guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Nobody signed a waiver. There you go.
1: I understand, but the, what we're talking about is that they are—they getting this. They—they—they think they're smarter than us. First of all, the company. The company is now is putting this waiver that if you're coming in on a sixth day, you have guys that want to come in on sixth day to make extra money. Got it go go for it. Get your money, get that money, but do your eight hours. So now the company is saying, okay. well, I don't want to, you know, I only have four-hour worth of work for him. I'm not going to pay him the eight hours. So they telling the guy, listen, if you want to come in for four hours, I got you. I'll give you the four hours, but you got to sign this eight-hour waiver. And I'm telling the guy, don't fucking sign that waiver because that waiver, they're going to use it against us when it's time to negotiate another contract. To keep
2: that guaranteed eight. Exactly. Right. That That's, oh, okay. that's, that's okay. ammunition. Danny Cross, that's ammunition that the company is trying to use against our union for one contract as Hector says contract negotiations come around look at all these waivers these members signed away their rights to the 8 hour guarantee so we no longer feel the necessary need to pay that 8 hour guarantee that's all we're talking about here Danny and I want to thank you for acknowledging right. the fact that you're dealing with the issues of new members uh, I know you're one of the good ones Danny and we appreciate everything you do and, 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 and it's a testament to who you are speaking to younger members and learning even from the newer generation so thank you for
3: that I, it's it, t- t- Tony, it's very difficult sometimes because you know, I'm talking about and listen, I'm not afraid of my age, it's fifty three years old. Right. All right. But I'm dealing with guys that are twenty five. That's right. You know, driver driver's five
2: Yeah, dealing with different I issues that to, we dealt with. When I
3: have to rely on you broke
2: up. Oh, yeah we lost him. You, no, he's still there. No. We lost him. Uh Danny we lost you. Uh, thank you for calling in. We appreciate you, brother. There was. Uh, if you uh, want to call back, just uh, yeah. stick your head out of the window, so we can have a good sitting. No. <laughs> no, thank it's you like so Vinny. much, Danny, for calling in. As always, uh, uh, Tony Risciglio makes a good point. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, what the amount of money is for when you're out of sick days, and they're asking you if you want to go home, and you get coded 26, it's every scheduled off is two hundred dollars not contributed to our benefits. Okay, so that's two hundred point ninety six. Two hundred dollars back. Phone. Yeah, you're oh, back. You're back.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to finish what what I wanted to say. Go ahead. Um, I had a I had a member who they said was dirty on telematics with this whatever on air and this and that. And you know English isn't his first language. Younger member, you know. And uh, I had to get one of the other guys that I could trust to translate for me to see what happened and guess what nothing happened to him we went over it we spoke you know i brought him in the i i brought the you know i i had to understand i i didn't understand he had you know spanish so as well as i should and uh it was um you no know, it was uh it was a learning experience for myself you know
2: right and 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 that's what makes you who you are the fact that you knew you needed to get help you'll grab a guy that you know you can trust and you continue to do your job so great kudos to you danny man we appreciate you brother
3: all right you guys have a great rest of the weekend all right thank you danny thank you for calling
2: in brother oh we got another call coming in or that was him hanging up okay uh so, Greg, that's that's anymore. what the eight hour waiver that we're dealing with here is. I hope they don't even try that by you guys. Um, what else A waiving your eight hour guarantee so you can work four hours and get paid? Right. OK, such a stupid idea. The waiver. Yes, it is, Matt. That's Matthew Matt Lockwood, another one of our brothers, it's a stupid idea.
1: But we have members that listen, I, I confront a member came up to me and says, why are you putting in a grievance for my eight hours guarantee on a, my sixth day? I said because you are guaranteed eight hours on your scheduled day off. He said, "But I only want to work six hours." I said, "How silly do you sound right now? You just finished telling me you need money, but you don't want to work the eight hours, but you only want to work six hours. I'm gonna get you that eight hours. Are you are you serious that you if you don't if if you don't want to come in and do the eight hours, then you don't need the money because if I needed the money, I do eight hours instead of six hours." So he was arguing with me saying that, you know, why are you putting in the grievance? And then I show him the recap for the Saturday recap to show him what I do. I'm, I'm not that's a shop steward's job, you know, to look at the recap. But I do it anyway, because that's the way I, sh- I, I, I teach shop steward's what to look for. And when I looked at that recap, they had a a twenty two four do it four hours and thirty seven minutes. And they paid them eight hours. With no time. So this guy's got 15 years on the job. And I'm saying, you're arguing with me oh, man. to get you your eight hours. Meanwhile, the company pick and choose who they're going to give eight hours to. Are you happy that this guy worked four hours and got paid eight hours while you worked 5.35 minutes and didn't get your eight hours? And I'm putting in the grievance to get your eight hours? I said, how stupid is this? This is what the company does. Yeah. And we all got to stick together and stick with the eight-hour rule. You come into work, you do eight hours, period.
2: That's it. All right, and leading us back to that, uh, what we what, what the original conversation and why we led up to all of this is basically what the company's going to be doing is what they call a virtual OJS. So we're we're just talking to you and trying to explain to you guys out there and, and and ladies and lads and lasses about the the stuff that you can do to prevent getting in trouble because when they do a virtual OJS, what it does is it leads to them doing observations on you. They want to go out there and start. F- you, but it's all based on what they see in their virtual OJS. So if they see you over the virtual OJS making mistakes here, making mistakes there, like Jamie said earlier, leaving the key in the door. Or like I said, when you're when you're when you're uh, uh when you leave the truck idling, when you're whatever they they're is, always going to find something out, on that. Right. Right. So when they so go once on that you report, that they're coming out. Right. You know they're coming
0: out sometime that week to look at you and not only the virtual OJS. Yes telematics too.
2: telematics virtual ojs all part of it and this is what they do so we're just trying to show you guys what to do to prevent getting in trouble prevent getting in court because at the end of the day what they have to get us on is bullshit things like methods and procedures and they'll keep trying to get you on that we're telling you about days off one because it affects us as a union and two it affects you as far as your attendance goes you should be to work you should uh, come in on time. These are all things you should do as a as a, as a a working union member. Make sure that you're here. We're here to do a job. Be surprised would be how many members come in late. Stop, stop doing that. Stop coming surprised. in late. Make sure you put your seatbelt on the right way. What's up?
1: I, I w- I'm going to get into this, but I want you to read number 12. Not now, when I ask you to read it, okay? okay. And only because I want to talk about this. So the shop stewards out there that are listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. I had to throw that in. Uh... This is this is the, the the problem that I just had just recently had with a, a labor manager. A labor manager denied nine five grievance due to the fact that the driver that was on that nine was a cover driver and he was doing different routes. Now in the contract it says that the contract that he showed me was that he says that any driver that is not assigned to the same route the same week for the 9-5 would not get the grievance, but I fucked him on that one because Tony's going to read uh, the contract, which says that we, as long as this 22-4 is working, every fucking 9-5 grieving works, no matter how many routes you do.
2: So uh, number 12, Article 37, Section 1, shall not apply to 22-4 combination drivers. And those buildings in which the company creates Twenty-two-four combination jobs to come to cover weekend deliveries. Article thirty-seven, section one, protections shall apply to all seniority RPCDs, regardless of the route they hold or number of years of seniority.
1: And this is the labor manager didn't know about this fucking little thing. So me mm. and Tommy Oliver got into the contract book, and 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 found was, that little it was, t- a bit, was, bit of information. It was, it was it was the best thing to send this to a labor manager says. Next time, read the fucking contract. Nice. So, oh, any man. shops do that, putting on 9 Greg in, they say, Oh, this is not good because he was switching up uh, routes that he was a cover driver. Bullshit. It works. It will get paid. That grievance, three grievances, are getting paid. So
2: That is correct. Yes, Greg, work, Kerwood. That is the, right. Doesn't matter. They have 22 floors. Um. Okay, a couple of other things. Um. And, and, guys, please, and I know we sound like a broken record. Stop doing things that are going to put your job in jeopardy. You know, put on your seatbelt, right? Don't leave your keys. Don't leave packages unattended. These are all simple things you can do. You know, drive carefully. Use their methods. It, it's, stop at the stop sign. Stop completely at the stop signs. Completely. A complete stop. Not a little stop and go. All right? Uh, am I having a... Yeah, you're popping. <laughs> All right. Uh, another big topic over at the general membership meeting. Withdrawal I feel like cards. I'm oh, Yeah, please, you know what? Mention withdrawal cards. I'm going to hit something else, but yeah. Mention withdrawal
0: withdrawal cards. cards. For those members that are going to be out for a substantial amount of time, whether it's disability, workers' comp, whatever it is, you have to fill out a withdrawal card. You can do it online. You can look in the back of your 804... Newsletter. Yep. You can call a hall, they can send you one. You have to fill it out, mail it back. So that way when you come back, you don't you're not old you don't have to pay you don't the owe past all those
2: tax dollars. Right. What? You
0: don't have to pay your past dues. Also, when you return to work, you must call the local hall and let them know that you're back at work. The local hall is 718 786 Five seven zero zero. You must call them and let them know you're back, so you can start paying your dues and become a good. And
1: if you move, you need to change your, your address. address, right? Because it, it comes, here he goes. Now you go, you get, you not receiving the mail from the health and welfare. They, you go to a doctor and your medical, and you're like, oh fuck, why is this medical? Yeah. Why does union cut down on medical because you didn't fill out certain forms that went to your old address? and you then you want to blame the union but you got to blame yourself because that's your responsibility if you change address if you get if you bought a house a 10 bedroom house that you're moving up to beverly hills or whatever the case may be then you need to change your address okay we don't do we don't know when you're moving we don't know when you bought a house we don't know What's the situation? Only you know that. So you need to call the union hall and change your address. Another thing is if you don't change your address, you don't get your ballot.
2: You don't get to vote.
1: And then you don't get to vote. And then you don't get a, a ballot. And then you say, oh shit, you know, I, I wanted to vote. You, listen, it's your right to vote. So it's your right to make sure your address is correct at the union hall.
2: Fix your address, fix your withdrawal cards. If, and this withdrawal card obviously has to do with if you're, you're injured or you're away from work for a certain amount of time. Uh, You need to have that withdrawal card put in you need to let the union know that you will not be paying dues for a month two months or however long it's gonna last and then you just call them up like Jamie says and let them know you're back to work. It's really that simple. An update. And the first person they're going to
1: blame that they didn't know about that is the shop steward. Right. They say, oh, the shop steward never told me I had to do a withdrawal card. It's your responsibility as a union member to read, you know, you get this newsletter. If you change your address, you get the newsletter. You'll get the newsletter and read the newsletter in the back of every newsletter without a doubt there's a withdrawal card there explain to you when you need to uh, fill it out and when do you need to fill uh, when you get back
2: and so, Tony Rossiglione thankfully also says you can do your withdrawals and reinstatements online. are online so that's even easier I mean it doesn't get any easier than that you can do it online thank you Tony
1: and also we have a new phone system upstairs in the health and welfare, finally they got a new phone system, Beautiful. a state-of-the-art uh, phone system, you know, to the century. Yeah. So now, so everyone was always complaining that they're going into voicemail and people now returning. So now this phone system, as I, I, they explained it to us, so if you call in, it's automated, or, or crazy automated. Completely so automated. It, 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 it's, it's like it scans to whichever person is there. You know, if you go going to the, the dental office, they'll go to the dental. If you go into to the dental office and if okay. the person out there, they, it gets directed to, if they at home doing the, you know, with the COVID thing, right. it gets directed oh. to them. So you will have a live person. Oh, uh, that's cool. Uh, that's awesome. And, and so so the members won't, because we were getting a lot of fucking, oh, forget about it. Oh,
2: they're, 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 they not there,
1: they there. I was getting a headache from I know. that. Rocky
2: but. was getting a lot of calls too. <laughs> I want to thank Rocky DePaulo for being so patient and helping guys out with that.
1: You, what do you mean? And Rocky?
2: You, yeah, Rocky Dude, Rocky, Rocky
1: wasn't patient. That motherfucker was cursing it. <laughs> he cursing everybody in that fucking hall. Believe me.
2: I know Rocky was doing his thing. Uh, also, a uh, big thing. Um over the last two years, there has been a serious discrepancy with pay shortage. There has been mistakes with with uh, with the with the um the classifications, a lot of twenty two fours who went from preload to twenty two four were getting paid their preload rate. This was going on for a month at a time, two months at a time, the uh just straight uh pay shortages period throughout the local for two years. It's been an, a real huge. It, issue. May, it
0: mainly happens when the preloaders are moving up to become drivers. I'm That's just showing you
1: happens. a pay screw up with. And with penalty pay, this is what I got, this guy.
2: Wow. So this member got over $5,000 for a, a penalty pay screw-up. So what we're talking about here is exactly that. Make sure that if you talk to them and they're not fixing this problem, you file the proper grievance you file the grievance the pay shortages whatever article
1: 17
2: article 17 on the our contract is that that's our our pay
1: article 17 on the national it says pay for time and it also says penalty pay now penalty pay works this way because everybody don't understand that it's not it's not per hour it's four hours every week they screw up
2: right so four hours per week at straight time at straight time so there's your penalty pay um, and make sure that you continue to file it. Don't don't. If it goes on a month, it doesn't matter. If it goes on two months, it doesn't matter. You continue to file, and at the end, guess what? You'll be receiving a nice fat check for the so amount. So you're, you're of-
0: saying you file that grievance every week.
1: So the procedures go is that you. It's, it's steps. It starts from the 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 member going to the shop store saying that they messed up their check. The 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 shop steward goes to the manager. They do a payroll inquiry right there. The mem it's got to be you know fixed or whatever the, the 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 payroll says. And if it's not a good enough answer that to fix that payroll issue, then the next step for the steward is to put in an Article Seventeen. Once that Article Seventeen is is signed by the manager saying that they're gonna you know fix it all or, or deny whatever the case may be. Then it goes to the BA. Now, if this if, if uh, this member don't get his right check, his right rate, then it becomes a penalty pay from the time the grievance of Article 17 was filed. Mm. So every week that they don't fix his pay is a four-hour penalty pay. So you don't have pay. to
0: keep putting in the same grievance. Yes, you have
1: to put in the penalty pay every week.
0: Oh, so you have to put in Into grievance pay. That's
1: correct.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I got you. So the the member shortages and and the money shortages, that's how you're going to handle that from this point on. So, you know, just just don't be scared to do what you have to do. Um, Also, one thing that they were asking from us at the meeting as stewards, this is for us as stewards, you need to start getting uh, the recaps. Uh, and you can do the recaps for insiders as well. The recaps are important. You get a lot of information, as Hector was telling us a little while ago, over what he was doing with the recaps and how he shows his stewards how to get their recaps done. Uh, there's a lot of information on the recaps that help. Even our brother Matt Lockwood over here is saying that on the recap, uh, having your seatbelt off shows up as point zero one on the mileage. So that's something that... that that you want to uh, take into consideration How much help having a recap in front of you Actually helps you And then once you start to look at the recap And start to understand how it works It becomes very simple as time goes by um, What else do we got to cover here boys? We're, also, almost done. Also, We're almost done We got 10
0: minutes You should also have a binder With at least two binders With the, the current month of recaps And the previous month You should have at least
1: Maynard in uh, Queens North has a locker full of recaps that he keeps from day to day to day to day. I can ask him for any month of the year, and he'll pull it out. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. He got it, and that's that's good because sometimes you need that. I asked him to get me the month of January, just the month of January. He pulled out the month of January, and guess what I found in the month of January? I found no guarantee eight hours, and I found no guarantee 3.5 for the part-timers. They were getting paid two hours. They guaranteed 3.5. So now I'm gonna take all that money and I'm gonna put grievances in that they must get paid the guarantee hours. But that's what you find from the recap. Right. So if 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 you're a shop steward, you have the right to get that recap. Period. And you can find out who's the deal makers in that recap also. Who's going you? home on code twenty six? Who's who's taking the, the the actual pay, you know? Maynard looks at that recap every day, and then he stores it. Anybody that's under eight hours, he goes to that member and says, why did you get paid actual? Oh, because I needed to go home. Sorry. That's a grievance.
2: And being that you're the business agent, Hector, could you please inform some of the stewards on how to get the recap? Easy. Information request. No, they don't have to have an information request. They they just
1: have to tell. They sent a manager. Right. I would like a recap every day. So they give you the recap to the day before, because you, you know if you go Monday, you ain't going to get right. the recap, you're going to get the recap for Saturday for Saturday. So Monday you'll get the recap for Saturday, Tuesday, you get the recap for Monday, you continue and get every recap. And I guarantee you you're going to see who your deal makers, because you could catch. A lot That says That recap tells you a lot Tells
0: you everything
1: Tells you a lot And another thing is It's good to have that recap Because in case a member Goes into uh, The office for production You can fucking That You can go back and say Wait a minute What's going on with this? What's going on with that? So And, and the amount of packages And how, how many uh, Stops they did When Before they went into the office For production You can show all that And, and, and that's shows. how
2: you can see The PVDs too from The weekend. Carl Maria wants to know when he can register for the general membership meeting. Right now. now. Right, right now. now. Right now. Right now, Carl. You can go right go onto on to the our union page. website. Yes, sir. Get on there. Get on that page and register. Anybody listening now? All you got to do is go www. to www.teamsters.local804.org. Uh, <laughs> www.teamsters with an S.local804.org. And you can get right onto our page and you can just take register a look. ASAP. That's right. And there's plenty of good information, by the way, on that page. Not just that. Uh, uh, look through the page. Look at the Stewart's toolbox. Look at the information there. I know maybe some of you aren't Stewart's, but there's still a lot of good information in the Stewart's toolbox for you guys to learn how to file your grievances uh, and how to do it on your own. Some information there that you can use to, to know a little bit about your rights. They have a, a thing there on members' rights, on insiders' rights. I mean, there's so much on that page. It's one of my favorite Ever since this executive board took office, it's one of my favorite pages. I don't remember having a page like that before that, so you know something to look into and to consider. And I checking out that page. And a
1: lot of stores should be using that easy grievance form. Oh, it's, it's on amazing! There. It's everything is written down. The only thing you got to do is put the member's name, Add the names, ID, times, pay rate, if you have it. Sign it and it's it's done. It's done. Print done. it out and you're done. Done. It's so
2: easy. It really
1: is. You know these hand these these handwriting grievances. Thank God, thank God, I have shop stores that do computers and they don't do handwritings. But I do see handwritings from certain shop stewards, and I tell you,
2: it's hard to figure out what they're writing. Sometimes. They should have
1: got a crayon and a coloring book because mm-hmm. that's what it looks like, man. Mm-hmm. It looks like someone took a crayon and just. Made a grievance, and and you know, part of the grievance is is putting in the right information, and just get to the point. Don't write a fucking story. Uh, don't add three pages to a grievance, because that's just going to get so stupid. Listen, my grievance are to the point, to the contract violation. Is, this is what you, the settlement is this. You validate this, you need to pay this. Simple as that. Don't start writing stories on your grievance. Well, I talked to him. He talked back to me. He said this. You don't need none of that. Just get to the point. The contract, what he violated, what your settlement is, end of conversation. The the smaller the paragraphs, the better the grievance is. When they start reading into that grievance with your story of he was wearing yellow pants with yellow socks, whatever, you don't need to put all that. Just go to the basic. The contract violation, why he
2: violated it, and then the settlement. And simple as that. Real quick, I just want to remind all our RPCDs you will be returning to Monday through Friday starting April 29th. No, yeah. We have not heard or anything about them trying to postpone it, about them trying to delay it. Right now it looks like already April did. 29th. This is the second This time. is the second time. Yeah. That's why we're this at is the 29th it. now. This That's is it. it. So. And another thing,
1: there's no deal making. I, I know maybe you got used to the fact of being off on Sunday, Monday. There's no more deal. You will go back as Monday to Friday on April 29th no matter what. Okay? The company can't make a deal with you. They can't say, oh, we'll keep you there. No. You're going to be going back Monday to Friday. You're going to be on Monday to Friday. The only ones that are going to be Tuesday to Saturday will be the 22
2: force. Um, do we know anything about the twenty-two threes now that are being forced to move from Tuesday through Saturday? They were, they were a lot of twenty-two threes that were moved Tuesday through Saturday. Do yes. you have any information on that? It's in, the, it's
1: in the contract. When the, you you see it, they are considered combo dry uh, combo, combo helpers, workers, right? Combo helpers. So their schedule is from Monday through Saturday, so they can move them Tuesday from, through Saturday. No, well the contract says Monday Saturday. Okay, okay, that's the operation for those combos. So. They can either move them Monday to Friday or they can do Tuesday to Saturday. We have no say so, but that's right. the way it The only works. thing
2: I know is that they do have to give them two weeks' notice. That's correct. Okay, so for you 22-3s out there, make sure you're at least getting your two weeks' notice. I know it kind of sucks, but uh, may, I don't know. Can they do it like on a weekly basis? And also,
1: I want to bring that up with the notices also. Yeah. Listen, guys. Listen listen to me real quick. And tell you shop Stewards, do the same and tell your members this. Okay. In the contract, it says that you have to, the company has to give you two hours before they can say there's no work. If you don't, they don't want, if it's a snowstorm, they got to call you two hours before your start time. So then they could, you know, you could, you, you, they don't have to pay you or whatever. That's what the contract says. It's the same thing when they're calling you an hour before your start time to tell you we're over, you want to go home. So if they call you within an hour of your start time, you're guaranteed your eight hours, even though you're going to play the field and say, I'm going to stay home. If they call you in an hour of your start time, they have to pay you the eight hours, no matter what. If they call you before your start time, two hours before your start time, to tell you we're over, you want to stay home, that's a different story. But if they call you, like your start time at nine o'clock they call you eight o'clock and say yo we over you want to go home you want to stay home of course you're going to say yes because you're already <laughs> home but they are violating the contract there
2: i just want to make a quick a quick statement and this is just my opinion and my opinion alone uh i heard a couple of members saying you know that and i don't want to get back onto the political agenda or 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 make this about the oz campaign but uh, a, a lot of things that, that are being put out there by Oz is that they are looking to eliminate the 22-4 position and create more RPCD jobs. So those twenty-two-fours who have been doing basically RPCD work will well, be turned to RPCD. RPCD. And a couple of the comments that I heard about that was saying, oh, yeah, fat chance. You know, uh, once the company gets something, you can't get it back. Well, I will just remind you all that we're thinking like that and saying things like that. There was a time where we had a $10 copay. We went up to 20 and guess what? Now we're back to 10 again, to so 10. we got that back. I would also like to remind you we had uh, coffee at one point. We lost the coffee, and now we got the coffee back again. So I just want to reiterate, that does not mean that it's difficult to get things back. So... That is not something that I feel the Oz campaign has taken lightly, and I do feel it's a definite possibility come negotiations for us to get that done, to eliminate the 22-4 position, create those jobs to be RPCD's jobs, because those that's exactly what those men and women are doing. That's what those members are doing, and that is exactly what should happen, and this is what we want. <laughs> well, there you have it. All right, so this is pretty much... Close to the end of our show, man. I'm so, ooh, look, I got a standing ovation oh man this was amazing we had an amazing show today I want to thank all the listeners all you guys and girls out there all the members that have been listening to our show that have been affected by our show just let us know we want to feel it give us a like give us a follow follow our page we might be considering doing a YouTube channel soon we're not sure yet we are uh, uh, trying to work out the quirks on that but I got a feeling that it's gonna it's gonna happen yeah I know heck don't give me that face we're gonna try to make that happen well
0: I just, I just want to say don't forget to How donate have it <laughs> Don't forget to donate to the son of RPCD Giovanni Livia out of Forster Avenue Marine Park. You can go to their what 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 is that the um what is that you donate on GoFundMe the page? The GoFundMe page. Yes. Hope, Hope mode Hope activated. Mode activated. Organized by Catherine Livia. So you can donate through there, or you can go onto our local 804 web. On Facebook page and you can see the link on that page and also don't want to I want to tell
1: you guys if you missed the beginning of the show this show will be on the show Reel on the Mixler app show Reel is on it's in there you just go there click on today's show and I will put it on podcast later on today or later on the week so
2: you will be able to listen to it on iTunes Spotify Google Play and as Hector just said the show com. once Hector gets a chance to do that. Yeah,
1: this guy said uh hey we should be on on the YouTube you can see my face when you ask me those stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You would love it. Um, So, yeah, we do want to do that eventually. We want to record this show live and probably put it on YouTube so that people can see exactly what our faces look like when we're doing it. And you can see Jamie get his hair and makeup on the side because he needs all the hair and makeup. You want them to
0: really look at you massaging your white feet. Let me tell you something.
1: Jamie has hair. He has <laughs> hair all over his face.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, the new beer thing is working out for him. All
1: right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the What The Heck Show with your host, Tony Rosario and Jamie Holligans here on Union Power Radio. We ain't going nowhere. That's like I right. said, we called out those guys. They want to call up. I will be gone for the day. Let Tony and Jamie we'll be get here. at them.
2: As always. If ladies, they got the balls got to the, do the it. The cojones. Everybody, stay united. Solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. That's Peace. right. Thank you. Peace
0: out. y Rosario en Jamie Hayes.